fans, and welcome to episode 84 of Jeff Reads His Book. I'm your host, Jeff, and today we are reading chapter 37 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. So, if you want to get in contact with me, head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com, and right there, there's three ways to reach me. Email, Twitter, other shit, and we'll go over that at the end of the show. But more importantly... Why not consider buying a prequel to this book? That's right, folks. Uh, The two prequels to the one we're reading today are available. You can get print copies or ebook copies. Huh? That's fun. I should make them available somewhere else. They're only on Amazon. That kind of stinks because I don't like Amazon, which is why I'm not in Amazon podcasts. (laughs) Can't say bad things about Amazon. Do you have do you have sensitive feelings? <laughs> yeah, so how's everybody out there doing today, huh? We're doing this on a Sunday afternoon. It's actually kind of late on a Sunday. Had a lot of laundry to do. Uh, I baked some cookies, if you like cookies. That's always fun. And uh, I made uh, dinner. We're doing dinner in a crock pot. We have this recipe where you, uh, you basically put chicken breasts in, and then you cover them in cream of mushroom soup, the condensed kind, and then you put on, like, prepared stuffing on top of it, throw it in the crock pot, four hours on high. Mmm, beautiful. It's like having a chicken dinner that I barely had to work for, except making stuffing and, like, frying the chicken before it goes in the crock pot, and, I mean, some steps, I guess, you know. It's not nothing. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, so... That's taking up a lot of time today, I guess. And, you know, I'm trying to catch up with laundry. We had to do grocery shopping today because I had to go to a soccer game on Saturday morning when we usually go grocery shopping. Blah, blah, blah. So everything got a little backed up. But we're on schedule now. I think we should be, in case anybody was worried, laundry should be done on time. Woo, yeah. Yeah, we got one more load of underpants and then we got some jeans coming out soon yeah i'm sure everybody's really excited about this i should start a patreon right and they'd have like a paywall for all the rest the uh, episodes where i talk about my laundry or what i baked that day wasn't that wouldn't that be fun i guess you could have like a paywall where you'd have to listen to me read that uh, book about soccer that i wrote because it's so bad that i wouldn't want anybody to actually hear it unless they're willing to give me cash <laughs> I can't see that happening. I don't even have, like, sponsors, so what are you going to do? Who would sponsor this, though, huh? Maybe Amazon. (laughs) Hmm. Why wouldn't I be able to say something bad about Amazon in a podcast on Amazon? That seems, like, insane to me. Like, I say bad things about Apple, and I'm on Apple Podcasts, or I guess it's Apple Podcasts now, huh? It's not even in, like, iTunes anymore. But, yeah, Apple sucks ass, too. Big faceless piece of shit company, just like Amazon, or what else am I on? Stitcher. Am I on Stitcher? I feel like I am. (laughs) I don't know. Or Google. I'm on Google Podcasts, I think. Eh, who gives a fuck? Anyway, what are we doing today? Why don't we just get into some reading? I got some booze with me. I think we can just go ahead and get started. So today we are reading chapter 37. So if you recall... 
last episode, uh, Henry and Astrid, they found the weapon, which turned out to be a birdbath, and uh, that was pretty dull, but they destroyed it with sand, and here we are. So now we're getting on to the next chapter. I really feel like the last few chapters was just one, like, I don't know, like 45-page chapter, you know, in a book that's probably 130 pages, so... I could be wrong. Whatever. Yeah, I broke it up to make it longer at some point, and I'm not sure I like it. Next next book, we'll, uh, we'll tighten it up a bit. Eh, whatever. Wouldn't that be a funny paywall if, like, every other chapter was behind the paywall, so it was just baffling <laughs> as to what, like, the plot was? I don't think I'd have any listeners at that point. <laughs> okay, so... Chapter 37 today we're reading. Uh, it is 66 lines long, so not that short, not that long. We'll probably be done in about 15 minutes, you know, so that's exciting. Uh, it's got some excitement, some fighting kind of bullshit like that. Uh, it's a Margot-centric one, if you like Margot. And Margot's going to do some magic. That's exciting, because it's a book about magic, and that does not happen sometimes in these chapters. So why don't we just go ahead and dive in to chapter 37. So for today's episode, I am drinking a nice glass of, it is a Jim Beam uh, Double Oaked Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I should have brought the bottle down. Did I? I think I talked about this. Did I talk about this last week? Was that what I drank last week? I don't know. Who can tell? Same bottle. I had it. I think I bought it Monday. I don't know. Hmm. I don't remember. Mm. Mm. It's very smooth. Mm. And it's especially good because I like bit the side of my tongue, so it hurts to talk. But I feel like the whiskey makes it feel a lot better. You know what I mean? You know, it's like when you, uh, I I like Listerine too, as like a mouthwash. And I use that. And if you got like a little cut in your mouth and it just burns on that cut, you know, when it hits. Oh, but it feels so good when you're done, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the whiskey has like a, to a lesser extent, same effect. You know what I mean? Although this one on the tongue, ugh, it sucks. It's like impacting the, the bottom teeth. God damn it. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, why don't we read? I didn't even bring up the file. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Mm, mm, all right. Let's have a sip first, huh? What do you guys think? Mm, you guys playing along? I hope you're drinking. What, well, we've been over this a few times. Don't do it in the car. Mmm. <laughs> Margot heard some kind of roaring in the distance. That's just good writing. Some kind of roaring. <laughs> Wouldn't you say a roaring sound or... Ah, uh, okay. It sounded like some sort of rapid wind. <laughs> wow, another some kind, some sort. Wow, was I getting the thesaurus out to try to make these phrases? Uh, it sounded like some sort of rapid wind... And she wondered if that might be the weapon used to capture people remotely. Hmm, remotely. It's like an app, except made out of a birdbath with alcohol in it or something like that. It seemed awfully loud to her. Come on, she commanded her father. Before she could run, he grabbed her arm. Do you always run towards danger? He asked in an almost irritated voice. Do you always run towards danger? He asked in an almost irritated voice. Was that almost irritated? 
Eh, it's not bad, I guess. She yanked her arm free of him and glared. Don't ever touch me again, she warned. If you don't want to come, then leave. I am going to find Henry. He bowed his head slightly. I am sorry, Margot. Old habits die hard. What? What habit? Oh, because he grabbed her, maybe? Oh, creepy. I'm going to have a drink after that. There is a drinking line here. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Margot stared at him for a moment, the anger dissipating. He seemed to be sincere, and she was completely unfamiliar with this side of her father. Coming up blank for a response, she hurried down the hallway towards the roaring noise. Guards began pouring into the hallway. Pouring. That's the the right pouring, right? Like pouring juice, you know what I mean? I think so. Guards began began pouring into the hallway in front of them, running the same direction as Margot and her father were. Wow, that sounds bad. Wouldn't it? Why is the were there? Mm. None took notice of the other two, though. She now thought that perhaps that wasn't the transport magic, but rather. Henry doing something brash and poorly thought out as usual. She has a very low opinion of Henry if she actually seems to like him. Whatever. The people in front of her were a mix of armed guards and what she assumed were mages rushing towards the noise. Margot slowed to a stop and let the crowd of people pour out in front of her. What's with all this pouring? The glut of guards and mages didn't bode well for Henry up ahead. When the rush of people ended, Margot started off after them with her father in tow. Turning another corner, she could see the guards queued up in the hallway ahead waiting. Why? What are they waiting for? What? Who wrote this? <laughs> it sucks. Okay. Um... The roaring was exceptionally loud now, and she assumed that Henry was just another hallway ahead. Who the hell is sick of these hallways like I am? Everybody in the audience, please raise a hand. Oh, everybody did. Everybody's sick of the hallways. A lot of hallways in this. And no signage for any of them. Ugh. Um, boop, 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 boop. Wait here, she whispered to her father after returning back around the corner. Returning back. What, when did she go around the corner? Uh, when the rush of people, Margot started off after them with her father and turning another corner. Okay, I guess. Uh, wait here, she whispered to her father after returning around the corner. I'm going to sneak past the guards. You'll need my help, her father said. Maybe, she admitted. Do whatever you think is right. Margot vanished from sight and began swiftly, or swiftly, no T in this one, creeping along the hallway. Her unseen spell was stronger than usual since she'd be so close to the guards, and she expected to encounter at least a few mages. She reached a circular hallway just as the loud roaring ceased. The circular hallway, though, was clogged with mages and guards and was impassable. So all of these bad guy mages and guards ran towards the dangerous noise as well? That seems like, I don't know, bad, dumb, stupid. Well, I think we've determined they have very bad um, organizational people. Like, they need somebody with, like, that kind of degree. What Organizational behavior or, uh, 
you know, one of those business school degrees that isn't just an MBA or accounting or economics. They have them. I don't know what they are. Whatever. <laughs> hmm. I just drank some more booze. Yum. Um. Uh, whispering audibly and rapidly moving her fingers, she quickly conjured up an illusion in the hallway to her right of Henry acting like Henry, spewing energy in every direction and yelling. The ridiculous illusion had the desired effect. Most of the guards ran down the hallway from which she had emerged, and she was forced to push... I got it. Oh, I got an email. Wow, that was exciting. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Most of the guards ran down the hallway from which she had emerged. Oh my god, the hallways. And she was forced to push her body up against the circular inner wall as panicking men streamed past. How do you spell panicking? So in this, I have P-A-N-I-C-I-N-G. That looks wrong. Do you add a K for that? I don't think you do. I don't know. This just looks so wrong. Right into the show goes jeffreadsbook.com. Wow, I slurred that too. That's great. Let's have booze. Mmm. Mages, on the other hand, surged forward. And she was able to start creeping to he left. I think that's her left. As the illusion drew people in. Behind her in the hallway. Wait. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Okay, thanks to my beautiful description of hallways and, like, directions and how I, I'm so good at that, right? This must give, like, people a real glimpse inside my mind where everything is just centered on where I've been, you know, directionally, and that's it. There's no other directions in the world except where I just was, <laughs> so, or where I'm facing, you know, not, not like cardinal directions, just... Uh, in front of me or behind me or to my left or right. It's very self-centered. Is that like... Hmm. Okay, so anyway, what she's saying is the guards ran past her down the hallway from which she had emerged. So they're running the way she had come, so away from the image of Henry. So they're panicking and running away like, Ah, oh my God, it's the big scary man! And so they run down the hall and they ran past her. Okay, so that makes sense, right? Okay. Uh, but the mages, on the other hand, surged forward, and she was able to start creeping to the left as the illusion drew people in. Behind her in the hallway with her father, she heard more screams, and she rightfully decided to ignore them for now. She didn't want to know what horror her father had unleashed on them. Hurrying down the circular hallway, she saw a door ahead leading towards what would be the center of the circle. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> About ten paces from the door, she froze as two figures emerged into the hallway, obviously surprised by the emptiness in the hall. Hallway, hall, hall, hall. Okay. Henry, Margot screamed, sprinting forwards. Forward, it shouldn't have been plural. He looked in her direction baffled as she ran into him at full speed, throwing her body into him, and her arms around his neck. She felt him lose balance and fall into the outer circular wall as she squeezed him and buried her face in his neck. <laughs> Let's have a drink. That's cute. Hmm. Margwax, he said, 
not knowing how to spell her name, she realized that she was still invisible, and she quickly withdrew the spell. He had already squeezed he close. Wow, this is just ripe rife with uh, typos. He had already squeezed he close, though, and she felt a tear fall from her eye. Aww. After an awkwardly long kiss, she pulled back to look at his face, covered in sand and red on one side. Why is it red on one side? <sighs> I don't know. Ugh. I guess, like, sandburn from the sandstorm in the circular room, I guess. I don't know. Who fucking knows? I thought you were gone, she said breathlessly. Impossible, he said, smiling. We need to go, a woman beside Margot said with an insistent voice. She was wearing a uniform that she had seen countless times since entering the complex. Margot tensed, expecting an attack. Oh, Henry said, noticing Margot's tension. Margot, this is Astrid. She's cool, don't worry. And that ends chapter 37. So I did point out that I thought there was going to be some excitement in this chapter, but I think most of it was ruined by just the incomprehensible description of directions in this chapter. I mean, which way were people moving and going and which direction? Oh, God damn, in this hallway situation? It basically ruined, like, the escape and the excitement of the escape and stuff because you didn't know where any... Like, Margot made an illusion, and you didn't know where that was. And, oh, the next hallway and around the corner and just around the next hallway. Oh, my God. It, it, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless at how badly described this is. I don't know. I can, like, picture what's happening in my head, but then again, I wrote it, so that's not fair to readers. It's, oh, I, I, I mean, I think an editor would just throw this out <laughs> and say start over. <laughs> mm. Mm. I should have made this complex, like, not um, such a maze, like, more of a, like an, uh, maybe uh, an open office type configuration. <laughs> would that have been better? Just one big room where everybody's working together? I think that would have maybe simplified things? I don't know. Who gives a shit? You know what? Maybe if it wasn't underground, it was a castle and you could say North Tower and battlements, but instead everything's ha hallways. Everything's a hallway. And why did, I, why did I not use the word like corridor? That would have been a good change of pace. I mean, I didn't, but that would have worked better, I feel like. Corridor, what they used to call that, uh, like the halls in like grade school, that was the corridor, I feel like. So maybe I didn't use it because I thought that would be too much like school. I don't know. This is so bad. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that chapter could have been better, and it wasn't. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, why don't we just jump into these discussion questions? Because I'm just a little annoyed, you know what I mean? It's nice, though, that Henry and Margot are back together. I guess that's good. Huh? Who's excited about that? Ooh, but there's a third person here now, and it's Astrid. Is there going to be a love triangle? <gasps> I think we all determined that Henry checked her out earlier, right? Or at least I said that was a possibility, but I didn't believe it happened, but... Who knows? Okay, so we're going to have to see if there's going to be a love triangle. Very exciting. Also, it seems like the weapon must be totally destroyed, so I guess I don't have to say the weapon anymore since it doesn't exist. It probably won't appear in the book anymore. We'll see. I don't know. 
let's get to these discussion questions, shall we? Okay. So, uh, the first one's like a two-parter, okay? But Margot and Henry, when they meet, and she nuzzles into him, and then they have an awkwardly long kiss, right? Okay. How? All right, first part. How long is an awkward kiss, right, in front of somebody? I, I'm thinking, like, uh, I can't really think of a good example. You know, like, it's... You know, when you see... It's usually when two people are drunk and... It seems like that happens mostly because they're just making out, you know, <laughs> which that I have seen. But uh, I'm thinking like uh, just, you know, you come home from, uh, I don't know, you're just seeing someone like, hey, how you doing? And then they kiss for like way too long and you're like, wow, that was messed up. Yeah, awkwardly long kisses. I feel like, you know, you're going to see that at like weddings sometimes when they, you know, you can kiss the bride and it takes a little bit more than you'd think. Yeah. I, I don't feel like mine was awkward. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. And uh, part two, when was the last time you saw one? I can't think of one. So I'm blank on this. But please do write into the show. com. Okay. I thought that was a good question. Don't you guys think that's a good question? I think that's a good question. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, second. So similar question Henry has uh, like a red marks only on one side of his face, right? And I said it's like a sunburn, right? Because he was, it's, you know, a windburn, I guess, right? Have you, but it's only on one side. So now he's like pale on one side and bright red on the other. Have we ever mentioned like what color Henry is? I feel like he's pale. I think he has red hair. So that kind of says something about that, right? Okay. Uh, anyway, ooh, he probably has freckles though and stuff like that. Anyway. Uh, So he's got that sunburn, right, on one side. So that must look a little silly. Uh, Can you name an awkward sunburn you've had? Like one that doesn't make sense. You fell asleep on your side at the beach or something like that. I was thinking, I did have a good example of this. Um, Like, uh, I used to referee soccer. And I would do this Memorial Day tournament, which... It was miserable, but it paid a lot. Does that make sense? I'd make like 200 bucks in a weekend. But I'd wear the uh, soccer socks. You know, as a referee, you're supposed to jack your socks up, uh, you know, all the way past your calves to almost your knee. And uh, back then, the socks were like, uh, they were fully polyester, and they were very thin. So what would happen is after a day of refing soccer, and remember, I'm a teenager at this age, so... I wouldn't do, like, sunscreen, because that's not cool. Girls won't think that's cool. Well, you know what they don't think's cool? When you get a mesh-shaped sunburn on your calf. <laughs> so, like, you're sunburned, you know, on your your uh, thighs, for sure. But then your calf, because of that, like, mesh sock, is all these red dots. And it just looks idiotic. So bad. Such a bad sunburn. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, I still, like, do soccer stuff. So, uh, currently, I have, like, a... Uh, it's more of a tan line, but uh, where my watch is. And then I got, like, severe, like, tan tan lines from socks. Because, I mean, I don't wear, like, uh, sandals to soccer or anything like that. That's always bad. But uh, can you think of an awkward sunburn? Sunburn. Not tan line. Sunburn. So, yeah, right into the show. com. Well, I think that's about it for this week, though. Uh, I thought I came up with some good discussion questions, considering, like, the content of the chapter and how bad it was. (laughs) 
I mean, I have to apologize for saying the guards ran this way and not explaining, you know, what the fuck was going on there. And Margot rounds a corner and returns from rounding a corner and the next hallway. Whatever the hell the next hallway meant. What the? Oh, I'm so irritated with this book. Anyway. I guess that's about it. Uh, If you want to get in contact with me, especially if you're going to answer these discussion questions, head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com. That's right, it's a .com. It's a commercial business. And I'm still trying to buy this microphone if you people could send money, goddammit. Anyway, uh, you can go over there and you can hit me up on Twitter at Fortran Jeff. You can hit me up on Mastodon if you're a big dork at Jeff. I had to think about this one. Jeff at Toot dot rainbow dash 100 dot com or you can email me at jeff at rainbow dash 100 dot com right into the show with anything you want to say to me about this goddamn stupid podcast very exciting especially if you're listening to it on amazon music podcasts or whatever the hell it is because amazon sucks and i didn't agree to your fucking license agreement you douchebags so yeah oh and uh, you can always CC Jeff Bezos at jeff at amazon.com if you want to tell me how awesome my podcast is. Yeah, that'd be fun, right? Okay. Yes, that about does it. So uh, I guess uh, right into the show, feedback and all that nonsense. And until next time, keep on reading. Keep on reading.